0: Hello, this is Mary Jo with a little love note from the Building Through Him podcast. And just so you know, you are always loved and you are always welcome here. Opening the door to his glory. So there is this really good Catholic children's author, Carol Hauslander. She writes fiction. And one of the books that she writes is called Catholic Tales for Boys and Girls. And one of those little tales within the book, there's a little boy named Lewis and he has this interaction with the Christ child. So this little boy named lewis he's out working the fields with his dad, and something's going on with the weather, and his dad is screaming and yelling, and it's like raining and wet, and Lewis is all sad because his dad's unhappy, and it's wet and raining, and he walks into the Catholic church, and he sees the statue of the Christ child, and the statue has, you know, the the crown and the vestments and the golden shoes, and he's holding the globe, and He tells the Christ child, if only you would come in your glory, then people would believe in you. So the Christ child statue awakens and explains to Lewis that he is supposed to be the carrier of Christ. He's the one that's supposed to go into the world and bring Christ to the world. And so Lewis tells the Christ child, well, if I had your glory and all your clothes, I could go from house to house and make everyone believe in you. Then they would trust you and then they would love you. So guess what? Christ child's like, all right, let's switch. So the Christ child gives Lewis his beautiful golden vestments and golden shoes and crown. And the Christ child takes on the peasant clothes. And Lewis is all excited. Like he is so excited to go convert the world. And he goes and looks in this pond and he looks at his reflection. And he can see God's glory. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. I am going to start with the richest man in the village because he has the most power to do good. So he goes to the richest man in the village and he knocks on the door, but the rich guy will not come out. And Lewis is like, let me come in. The rich man knows he's lived a greedy life and he's fearful. He's not ready. He should have, you know, given up, given away more of his money and he's fearful he'll be judged. And so he yells out the window, I'm not ready. Go away. And Lewis is like, oh my gosh fine so he walks away the weight of the crown is starting to get heavy the shoes are starting to pinch his feet and he's like I'm gonna go to that family that is kind of like ours I'm gonna go to them and it's starting to get dark outside and he walks to that family and he looks in the window and he hears the dad asking for Jesus to come into their hearts and he's so excited he's like oh they've asked for it they will definitely welcome me and so he taps on the window, and the entire family sees the glory of the Lord, right? And they hide in terror. And Lewis says, let me come in. And the dad replies, our house is too poor and wretched. You don't want to come in here. Well, at this point in time, it's dark, and everything feels heavy. And Lewis is rejected again, and he starts to cry, and he walks away. And at this point, he's just like, all right. I'm not going to convert anybody, but I at least need to find a place to rest. I know there's the super holy guy, he's a super holy guy, all the village, like this guy, he'll let me in. So he walks to the super holy guy's house. He's exhausted. He's tired. He's so hungry. He knocks on the door and says, let me come in. And the older man comes to the door, sees the Christ child in all his glory and says, Depart. I am a sinner. I am unworthy. My home is not clean enough for you to come. And Louis sees his discomfort and just doesn't want him to be any more stressed out, so he walks away. And he is weeping at this point in time, and the crown is tangled in his hair, and sweat's coming down, and the vestments are heavy, and his shoes are just killing him at this point in time because they're so pinchy. And he said, "Who, who will be able to welcome me? Who?" And he decides the only place where someone would not be afraid is this old lady from the church, the sacristan. She's with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament all the time. She would not reject his glory. She would let him in. And so he knocks on her door, just anticipating that she's going to probably reject him too. She opens the door. She bends down and immediately enfolds him into her arms she didn't think about whether she was pure enough, whether she was ready, her own state. She just welcomed him and loved him. And so the next morning, Lewis comes back to the church, holding all the Christ child's clothing. And around the Christ child, there's a huddle of people and they're saying different things because they're Totally confused why the Christ child is wearing these peasant clothes. So one of the mom comments, Oh, the Christ child is wearing our clothing. He wants us to look at him as a son. And one of the farmers said, Oh, his clothes remind us that he worked hard too. And the rich man says something like, Oh, he's reminding us that the rich should give fair wages to the poor. And a little girl sees Jesus', you know, peasant clothing and says, Jesus desires that we treat him as a friend. And then the priest comes up. And he says, Jesus is showing us that he has taken on our poor human
1: nature. He comes to us in our misery. And I think that's really such a powerful lesson.
0: When I'm praying with people, so often the spirit that we have to renounce is a spirit of unworthiness. That we actually reject connecting to the divine or plugging into the divine. Because we tell ourselves we're not ready, we're too wretched, we're unworthy, like whatever it is that the enemy convinces us of. And Jesus just wants to come in and love us and be loved by us. No matter where we're at, no matter the unworthiness, the shame, the sin, whatever it is, he desires to be among us and to be welcomed within us. He desires us to open that door and let him in. No matter how messy our cave or how unworthy we feel, he just wants us to come in. He just wants to come in. He wants to hold us, to love us, and to rest in us, and he desires us to come and to rest into him. One of the beautiful gifts that St. Ignatius gave us is the power of a colloquy. And what's a colloquy? It's speaking in a raw, real, authentic, intimate conversation with God. You don't have to come to God as someone else or pretend that everything's okay. Sometimes I even yell at God. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like, what is even happening right now? How are you going to bring good out of this? Like, and you have to be real with someone that you love. You can't have intimate relationship with someone that you can't be honest with. And so Ignatius allows us to kind of embrace that, to be able to have that raw, real conversation with the Lord. The Lord desires that and we're created for it. He wants that type of intimate relationship. So it's called a colloquy. So if you're ever like, oh, I can't be real with Jesus. Nope, you can't. And that's what he desires. You're going to go enter into your colloquy. Another thing that Ignatius taught us was the power of visualization and so having that visualization, the colloquy put together is really awesome. So if you're not driving, I just ask that you would take like two minutes and be still and close your eyes so I can lead you
1: into this encounter with our Lord so you can experience that. So I want you just to take a deep breath, just pause,
0: and I want you to recall a happy childhood memory.
1: Or a time where you felt really close to the Lord Notice all the details of that memory. Look around in there. What time of year is it? Who's with you? What are you doing? Now I want you to invite
0: the Christ Child into that, or you can just invite Jesus or maybe baby Jesus, whoever you want to invite into that memory, invite them into that memory. So you're just going to say after me, Jesus, Jesus, will you please make yourself, will you please make yourself tangibly present in this memory, tangibly
1: present in this memory. And I want you to look around in that memory. And when you see him, I want you to Go closer to him. Walk closer to him. And
0: remember, you're coming as you are. And you get to him. I want you to lay down any burdens that you've been carrying. Lay down any shame you've been carrying. Lay that all down.
1: And I want you to lift up your face and look in his eyes. You know him. He knows you. He reaches out his hands to you. And you enfold him into your arms. You love him. You can feel him breathing. You're so close, closer than you ever thought possible. And just let him love you there. And that embrace... We're going to go into her colloquy, that raw, real, authentic conversation. Stay there with him. Rest in his arms. And just ask him, Lord, is there any attachments that I have to things of this world that are keeping me from the divine Lord, what do you desire me to do for the remaining part of Lent? Let Him love you right there. Love Him in return. You are His, you are seen, you are heard. You are known. You are loved. This is the living water that you have thirsted for your entire life. Drink in His love and His light. Rest in His embrace.
0: Remember, my sisters and brothers, that moment that you just experienced. You can open your eyes now. That moment that you just experienced with our Lord, the happy childhood memory, or the time where you felt really close to him, you can go back to that. So, my happy childhood memory is being on these pallets, climbing on these pallets with all my cousins at my grandma's farm. And so, I call my memory Pallet Jesus. So, I go and talk to Pallet Jesus, and I just spend time with him there. And sometimes we walk the farm, we spend time together. I ask him questions. I asked him the other day, Jesus. You're just going to laugh at this. so embarrassing. Jesus, I want to order a couch. And, you know, we had our last set of couches for 25 years. So I just want to make sure I get the right couch. Could you just tell me what color I'm supposed to order? And he said, rust. And so I ordered a rust couch. You can ask him anything, even the little things. Because you can be raw and real with Jesus. He cares about what color couch you have. He does. If you care about it, he cares about it. And you can ask him any of those questions. So I just encourage you. This is not a one-and-done incident. This is your Jesus. Name Him and go back to Him. This is your Ignatian way to pray, to visualize and to have colloquy, those raw, real conversations with our Lord, because that's what you were designed for. So Emmanuel means God is with us, and we're just claiming that. We're claiming Emmanuel, God is with us. And we go into those moments and we claim our Jesus. We talk, we interact. And we have our relationship with him there, what we were created for. If you would like more information about Kingdom Builders, or would like to know how to bring this apostolate to your parish, please go to our website at buildingthroughhim.com and click Build With Us.